Hey there, podcast listeners. Welcome to Talking Wealth, the show where the Wealth Within team are on hand to teach you how to become a more confident, competent, and more importantly, profitable trader or investor. Wealth Within was voted number three for stock market podcasts globally in 2018, so I hope you enjoy listening. We cover topics from trading to investing, as well as wealth creation to ensure you can achieve your financial goals. Because as we always say, lifestyle matters. As a global leader in stock market education, you can fast track your journey towards financial freedom by studying with Wealth Within. If you'd like more information about our government accredited courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre. Please note that the information in this podcast should not be considered personal financial advice. Hello and welcome to Talking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillum, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. And hopefully your start to the spring has been a great start, just like the All Ordinaries Index. I mean, we have been expecting it to fall away, but it's been uncharacteristically holding up. I, uh, I have been predicting over the last couple of months it would fall down into sort of mid um, October, but it just didn't do it. It just kept holding up and holding up and holding up. It wasn't rising, but it wasn't falling. It was really has been going sideways for pretty much not so much uh, well, obviously since August. So August, September, October, it really didn't do too much. And I think in those 12 weeks, um, it only closed lower on three of those weeks. So it was fairly, fairly um, strong, in other words, defying a little bit of logic. But last week, it did come down a little bit. Uh, it closed lower last week, which suggests that uh, it is going to come down into the low I was expecting. But I was having a look at some of the things on our marketplace and um, doing our YouTube shows and our, uh, looking at all the questions that people put onto our YouTube uh, channel through our market reports every Monday um, and our US market report we do and and indeed very, very much the live show and it is quite interesting. Uh, just to give you a bit of a hint, over the last couple of weeks we've put in, um, Jenny and I put in you know our top 10 stocks to watch for 2020 or basically and it's amazing, they're both of them record shows because record shows the number of people watching live but also people watching the recording and what I, why I say that's interesting is because the vast majority of people don't make money on the marketplace or make very little or, in other words, underperform what they could on the market and underperform what they would like. Now, this is proven in that ASX server that I've talked about on a couple of podcasts. So this is what's happening with people. Yet people are continually wanting to look at TV shows where people tell them what stocks to buy. Or they continually asking the you know um, the media to say well, what stocks to buy, and I have media saying to me, well, what stocks should people buy today? And they just don't get it. And this is where I find that people's ignorance really, really outweighs their sensibilities. Is we've had times where you know we were doing a report. Janine and myself used to write a report many, many, many years ago in the early two thousands, and at one stage we were. Um, I think it was 92% winning positions on our recommendations. And yet we still had people that didn't make money. And you go, well, why can't you make money if we're 92% of the time we were right? And that's simply because everybody thinks they're an expert and everybody second guesses things. So they don't buy when we say to buy and they didn't definitely didn't sell when we said to sell. 
they might have bought weeks or months later after we said to buy a whole range of different things. So finding out what to buy or what people think are good is not the way to make money. And this is really counterintuitive for most people. And yet we see the biggest amount of people wanting to look at top stocks for December. And they'll watch those videos which could be full of rubbish stocks most of the way, by the way, because they're actually watching people that aren't really qualified recommending stocks, which is not necessarily um, compliant with ASIC either. But and it really are, you are taking your life in your hands. So there's one thing. But the second thing is I find people are focused on the same shares. Now, what I mean by that is all the time with our shows, and it doesn't matter when Janine and I we used to do Sky Channel all the time, like Janine and I on Sky Channel every second week, and we were constantly getting callers in asking about stocks but you get this flavor of these certain stocks will be a flavor for a month or two months or three months and then it had moved to some other stocks and this was constant and, and so watching our youtube channel so if you just go to youtube go into the search type in wealth within tv you'll find our youtube channel and you'll be able to watch and you'll be able to hear people asking about the same stocks every week and the reason why I'm bringing this up is just recently I was having a look at the number of short stocks or short sold stocks or percentage short sold on certain stocks. Now I explain that in terms of you, the ASX allows short selling on the marketplace. They leverage short selling or margin short selling and you can do that using CFDs, etc. But you can also it also puts out the percentage of short sold on a stock. So, for example, if let's say a stock had 100 shares on issue, that's it, 100 shares, and 20% of those were being short sold, meaning 20 stocks are being short sold, it would have a percentage of 20% short sold. So you'd know how much of that stock was being shorted in the marketplace. And obviously, the higher that percentage, the more bearish the market thinks of that and thinking that the market or the price of that stock will fall. Because when you short sell, you actually sell something you don't own. So, for example, if I were short selling BHP, I don't own BHP, but I sell it on the marketplace. So I will go to a broker, and whichever way I do that, with it CFDs or whether I'm short selling the stock on a margin, and I'll go, you know, short sell BHP, sell a thousand BHP shares for me, or whatever the amount is. So they'll go on the market and sell those shares. They'll put the cash that they've got from that sell into their bank account, and they'll hang on to that. And I've got to put up a margin to protect position. But I don't want to go into too much detail. You can find out what short selling is just by going to the ASX website and typing it in. And you don't really need to know it. If you don't understand what I'm talking about, then you don't need to short sell because you don't have the skills to do so if you're not sure what I'm talking about. But basically, you're selling something in the hope the price will fall. So your analysis says, let's say BHP again, is going to fall, you sell it today and you might buy back a week later at a lower price, but you buy the same amount of shares, the broker, you give back to the broker the, the same amount of shares that they sold and everything washes up and you make some money. You make the difference between what you sold it at and what you bought it back at. So if you sold it at $20, bought it back at 15 you make that $5 difference. So that's what short selling is. And you hear about it on those movies, you know, like the big short you know, those about the GFC. And you hear about shorting and you hear about hedge funds that are actually hedging or shorting stocks as well for the market to fall away. Now, the interesting thing is, and why I'm bringing this up, is a lot of the stocks that these people bring up on our YouTube channel are on that list of the most heavily shorted stocks on the marketplace. But these people are looking to buy them. So you'd think if the market's trying to short sell it and a big percentage of the market is short selling it, why would somebody be wanting to buy it? Interesting, isn't it? So when we look at some of the stocks, and I'll read some of the uh, the, quote, the stocks that I've got, 
Now, I get every week, I believe it is, that Janine and I um, regularly put stuff in or get asked to put some comments into a, a, an online um, portal called The Bull, uh, thebull.com.au. Um, and we know some of the journalists there and they ask us for our commentary all the time. And The Bull, I think, that does this about every week. They put the top 30 shorted stocks on the marketplace. So if you ever want to find them, you can just go to thebull.com.au and say hi to the guys there from Dale. Um, and Janine, sorry for both of us, but looking at the more recent list from the bull, um, Syrah, Syrah Resources, top of the list. Now, I don't know how many times in the last month to six weeks people have been asking me about buying or Syrah Resources, S-Y-R-A-H, um, looking at it to buy. Next one, Galaxy Resources, second top of the list. And again, same thing. A lot of people have been asking me about Galaxy. Um, I can go down in, in order of amount short sold. Um, it goes down to Kirkland Lake Gold, Oro, Cobre, or ORE is the stock code. I've heard people have been asking me about that. Oro, Oro, Oro Cobre, bruh, I think it's spelt. sorry, said, can't remember. Um, Ingham's Group, uh, Next DC, I've been asked about that one in the last month. GWA Group, also been asked about that one. Here's a biggie, JB Hi-Fi. Constantly on the top of the short sell list, very bullish stock um, right at the moment. Uh, Bank of Queensland, another one I've been asked about more recently. Domino's Pizza is another one. This is we're talking about. This is the top ten. Um, Hub Twenty Four, I haven't been asked about them. Um, Speedcast been asked about them. So out of the top one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Hang on, I've got to count that again. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Only two haven't been brought up in the last month or two and multiple times in the last month or two. Bingo, another one. That's the next one. Blackmores is another one they bring up. Nearmap is another one they bring up. It was only on last week's show. Invocare, IVC is another one they bring up. And this is the top 30. Um, New Farm is another one they brought up. So I keep going down the list. Perpetual, um, not so much. Metcash is another one they brought up. Costa Group. I don't know how many times I've had people asking me about Costa Group in the last two, three months about buying it because people trying to bottom pick. Our Costa Group went into a trading halt only a week ago, um, come out of it and dropped out of the bag. It really jumped out of the bag. Bega Cheese, another one. Reliance Worldwide, another one that people have been asking about a lot over the last couple of months. Then we get in a couple called uh, Dacian Gold. I haven't heard of that one. BWX Limited, I've not heard of that one. Um, here's another one people ask me about. Webjet, they've been asking me about that one. IWF Holdings, Harvey Norman, people ask me about. Um, Super Retail, um, not so much they ask me about that one, but Bellamy's is another one. And last one, number 30 on the list, Min, or Mineral Resources, but Bellamy's on, been on the list a few times. Same with AT Milk, but that's not on this list. But you can see by me talking through that top list of 30 short sold most short sold stocks on the Australian market and me saying to you people are asking about most of those shares about whether they should buy them you really understand why people can't make money on the market or they struggle to make money on the market when it's statistically impossible for you to actually lose if you just have a few basic rules around what you're doing and going straight to that list and staying off anything on that list would be the first rule I would put into place because you're really going to be getting stocks that most of the market think are bearish or will fall away or they're, or they're selling it. That's what they're trying to do. They're actually selling it to drive the price down. And so they're, they're hopeful and they may even be putting out information saying these stocks are bad 
and pushing them down. So you're going to get caught out. I wouldn't necessarily want to be buying anything on that short sold list. So again, go to the bull.com.au. Go and look for the short sold list. As I said, I'm not sure how often they publish it. I think it's weekly, um, but I'm not 100% sure. But as I said, say to the guys there, say hi from Dale and Janina at Wealth Within. But to me, if you want to make money, you've got to do what the rest of the market's not doing. And when everybody else is talking about Bellamy's or... Um, you know, Reliance or, you know, Bigger Cheese or Costa Group, then that means you stay away from it because you really need to be doing something else. And that's why we constantly talk about on our YouTube channel about having rules, buying on confirmation, not speculation. Don't bottom pick. And that's what your people are trying to do there. But uh, it really is an interesting subject and I could get a lot into it. Why would you short sell? People are saying to me, well, you know, and I do get that a lot. Why would somebody short sell? Um, it's a way of hedging your portfolio. So some some people do that. Some people will short sell the index, like the S&P 500 All Ordinaries Index. They'll short sell that. But they'll short sell it in a multiple that covers the the amount, the movement of the All Ordinaries Index will cover the amount of their portfolio. So you can do that. You can also short CFDs to go into what we call a neutral position. So, for example, if you have a 1,000 BHP shares and you don't want to sell them because you don't want to realise a capital gain event, let's say prior to the 30th of June, but you think the price is going to come down, you'll actually short sell a 1,000 BHP shares, you'll hold on a CFD, you'll hold a 1,000 BHP shares, and you'll be in a neutral position because every cent BHP goes up or down. You're not making any money, but you're not losing any money either until you get over, let's say, that 30th of June um, date. And then you might want to then get rid of that um, short sell or the CFD to get out of that hedge to then um, sell BHP into the new financial year. Or you might want to get over the 12-month barrier for capital gains tax um, uh, issues. Or you just may not want to sell them because your grandfather gave them to you. Whatever the reason is, there is reasons to short sell uh, and to hedge your portfolio. But generally, and Janine and I, our research, how we teach people to enter and exit the market with our diploma course and the stop losses that we use. It's generally much cheaper and more effective and more profitable to use exit strategies rather than use hedging. Um, but that's a whole new podcast again. But uh, hopefully you enjoyed this little bit of a, a take on the market and what people do. Because as I said, most people just follow the herd. They ask about the same stocks and they're generally asking about the wrong stocks. So don't let that be you. Um, you've been listening to Hawking Wealth. I'm Dale Gillen, the Chief Analyst here at Wealth Within. Take care. Thanks for listening. This podcast is brought to you by Wealth Within, a global leader in stock market education. For more information on our courses or to listen to more Talking Wealth podcasts, head over to wealthwithin.com.au and click on the Talking Wealth podcast under the Learning Centre.